The Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers, featuring Breitbart Talks on Talk 94.5. That's right. And joining us from Breitbart is Charles Spearing, or Charlie, as we like to call him. Good morning, Charlie. Good morning. How are you? Can I call you Charlie? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's the byline. That's the byline. Okay. Charlie, I, I need to ask you a question. Have you ever gone rappelling off of a building before? No. No. Okay. Well, we're going over the edge. We're going to rappel down a 17-story hotel on the beach um, to raise money for uh, the homeless shelters in our community, New Directions. So (laughs) we're... we're, uh, Well, that sounds exciting. (laughs) I know. We're we're getting a little nervous about it. But, you know, um, I was actually pretty nervous for our president, Joe Biden, when the Easter Bunny came and grabbed his arm. I was wondering why didn't the Secret Service attack that Wait, person, that bunny? Oh yeah, waving arms the arms. In front and, of him. Yeah. What the heck was going on? <laughs> yeah, well, I guess the the Easter Bunny had already been cleared by Secret <laughs> Service because they did not seem concerned um, when <laughs> he took uh, when the Easter Bunny stepped up to to sort of control the yeah. president and uh, redirect him in the right direction after he wandered off at the Easter egg roll on Monday, and yeah. Just a whole lot of funny moments there on the White House lawn. It was a cold and rainy day in Washington, but that doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that there wasn't plenty of entertainment going on from the president. You know, Charlie, I was just wondering, um, did you find it particularly offensive in or not offensive? What's the right word? um, But disturbing that the person in the Easter Bunny costume was really like a spy for the president. Um, It was, you know, the person that usually says, all right, everybody, bye bye, bye bye. No, no, no. He's not answering any questions. Bye bye. you know, let's Time go, to let's change go. his diaper. <laughs> it just seems to me that that is unbelievable that they would put that person there to like listen in on the conversations between the president and the people on the other side of the barricade. Well, it's kind of interesting to watch. You see everyone who works for Biden has this understanding that he needs to be assisted. He needs to be helped. He needs to be controlled. You see this behavior anywhere he goes. Um, you see this especially from the First Lady, Jill Biden, who usually directs him where to go, tells him what to do. But just for a moment, you know, Jill Biden was distracted and and, and, and Joe sort of wandered off. Mm. The Easter Bunny comes from clear across the, the lawn, runs up to him and, and redirects him back to this Easter egg roll, which is that's that's what he was supposed to be doing. But he was, you know, President Joe Biden is so excited every time he has the time to get out and talk to people Mm -hmm. and and not be controlled. Anytime he has the chance to talk to people, he will wander off and start talking to people and shaking hands and uh, doing that. And but there's things that he's supposed to be doing and it's up to his staff to sort of redirect him, even if it's the Easter Bunny (laughs) we saw on the lawn. And what a what a strange moment to see the the commander in chief being a redirected by the Easter Bunny on, on, on Monday. I wanted to talk to you about Biden's messaging, um, whether it's through his actions or his words or through his press secretary over this mask mandate situation um, being, you know, uh, revoked. And the fact that there's, you know, people freaking out about suddenly not wearing masks and other people around them not wearing them. Um, Joe Biden said something that we've been asking about for a long time. Why can't it be up to the individual whether or not they need a mask? And he finally said, well, it's up to them if they want to wear it on the plane. So I guess. Yeah, what a shocking moment for his administration, for the president to finally say it's up to the individuals to have the freedom to decide whether they want to wear a mask on the airplane or not. 
That that is completely not what his press secretary said earlier in the day. She said, she said, you know, masks. It's medically necessary to be wearing these masks. And and yes, I know that people are excited to take off masks, but not everybody. And lots of people still want to wear masks. That was the messaging coming from the White House. But then to have Biden turn around on and flip and say, you know, it's actually up to the individual. It was it was really quite a shocking turnaround from someone who in January was you know, repeating and throughout the pandemic was repeating that wearing a mask was a patriotic duty and mm-hmm. everybody had to do it. And this is why mandates are important. But to suddenly sort of surrender on this issue is is massive, a massive shift for Biden and for his entire administration. And you see this sort of confused messaging still going out um, all across the administration where where nobody really knows what they're supposed to do by the, after this court ruling. Well, I heard uh, what I was reading on Breitbart.com uh, that the NAACP's um, uh, spokesperson was saying that this is racist, um, that this is going to have racial impacts, that ditching the mask is reckless. Uh, yeah, you're going to see people like the NAACP and the and the most you know, the most deranged characters on the left continue to fight for this mandate because it's a it's a feeling of control and mm-hmm. and they don't want to give it up easily and, and especially especially among those on, on the left and you know polling came out today that that you know the the Democrats overwhelmingly favor mandates because it forces people to submit their own will to the to the collective will so we'll see how that goes how that shakes out going forward but. You know, these kinds of videos that were going on social media um, showing the overjoyed Americans ditching the mask, I think that's the most powerful yeah. the most powerful message that's coming out of that. And I don't think they can put this genie back in the bottle. Mm-hmm. Well, um, we're speaking with uh, Charles Spearing of uh, Breitbart. And I wanted to ask you also, uh, this was another story that was unbelievable. The border agents that were riding their horses in the Rio Grande uh, trying to round. Uh, no, no, it was. Um, was it the re- no? It was the Haitian right over the, under the bridge. That situation I can't remember. I think um, it was under the bridge. It was under the bridge, yeah. and they were seen riding their horses. And if anybody was ridden a horse, you know that your reins kind of you know move along. And and uh, everybody on the left was saying, "Look at these border agents whipping these migrants, and they're running away." And uh, it turned out the investigation cleared those border agents from you know any accusations of whipping people with their reins. They weren't. Um, But there has been no apology yet. Um, And I I believe that Jen Psaki said when asked about it, um, that they're still doing their own investigations. Like, what more do you need to know other than there was a full investigation? Yeah, this is something that the the Biden administration has been slow walking. They really don't want this investigation to be concluded until it's uh, an opportunity time where they don't have to face questions about it because so they've been slow walking this for for months and uh, you know dhs secretary alejandro mayorkas famously said that the investigation would only take days but here we are months later with still no conclusion official conclusion well we know the you know the reports have come out that no they didn't do anything wrong and the investigation has found that but the administration is still waiting for the final conclusion of the investigation before they'll comment on it mm-hmm. and look mayorkas is going to be on capitol hill He's going to face these kinds of questions and, and a whole lot of questions about immigration. So this issue isn't going away for the Biden administration. They should really just apologize and move on. But yeah. they really don't like doing that. It's, and especially the president 
hates apologizing mm. for doing something wrong, and so he's going to avoid it as long as possible. You know, um, we, you know, you're you're talking about the um, the border crisis, and and uh, they're saying now that President Biden is, I guess. I don't know, maybe pumping the brakes on this re- repealing of uh, the Title 42 by, by May 23rd. Um, do you have any indication in your reporting on where we're going in the next month with this Title 42? I mean, there's already a caravan, you know, um, coming this way uh, that is due to arrive right on that date. You know, <laughs> I, I mean... They're talking about uh, the migrants being more and more have been just let out into the community. I think they said 60, six, was it 600,000 that is expected? And they said that they have 10,000 beds that are empty, that are not being used. They're just freeing people in anticipation of what might happen. What is happening down there? Yeah, what an interesting story. When something like this leaks out to the press, that, that you know, people around Joe Biden are even Considering this idea, it uh, shows that there is a group of Democrats that are really politically worried about what will happen if, when they lift Title 42. The White House certainly isn't prepared to control this situation because they've been arguing that it has nothing to do with immigration. It has nothing to do with the president. It's a public health decision. Mm-hmm. Well, it, all of a sudden, this public health decision has huge ramifications on immigration. And for them to sort of argue that it's not even an immigration issue is is really, you know, boneheaded at this point. And yeah, for for Biden, it, it's it's it would be shocking to see Biden overturn on this. But the fact that Democrats around him are nervous about it shows that they they're realizing the huge political ramifications. But I don't see I don't see the president overturning it. But we'll see. I mean, it's quite possible some bureaucratic person could could find a way to, to turn the turn the lever without Biden having to personally weigh in. That's certainly the way they prefer it. Biden doesn't like talking about the border or immigration. Mm-hmm. He hasn't talked about it in months. And so he's going to continue to avoid this massive problem as, as long as possible and and continue to allow the status quo to continue. Absolutely. Any other observations you, you'd like to share with us? Because uh, we were uh, looking at that story that Biden supposedly told Obama he was thinking of running in 2024. I mean, I can't possibly. Yeah, that's something that, you know, that's something that somebody close to Biden's leaking that out, sort of get everybody to sort of block people from thinking about running against him in the, in the primary, which is a cer- serious, certainly a but a serious consideration from any up-and-coming Democrat. You certainly see some Democrats starting to be a little more political as, as we go forward into the next into the next cycle. But yeah, right now everybody's just looking at the disastrous midterms upcoming for the mm-hmm. Democrats and just how bad they'll, they'll lose on that. And we're really looking at a, a crazy summer. It's, you know, you think about past summers about how mm. you know the migration issue became such a huge huge news story. The Biden administration is going to have to get their ducks in a row and get ready for a wild ride on that issue. Wow. Yeah. And we still don't know how it's going to impact us with our schools. Uh, You know, we don't know. We're already overcrowded here in parts of Horry County with our schools. I can't imagine um, an influx of more kids that haven't even registered yet. So a lot of school districts don't know how it's going to impact them until, you know, July, August, September, it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot. Um, how, 
can people follow you, Charlie? Yeah, um, just follow me on Twitter, at Charlie Spearing. Same on Instagram, and of course, every day at Breitbart.com. All right. Thank